Welcome back, everybody, to the season finale of the Wildcat Alley podcast. Uh, my co-host, Juice Thompson. I'm Alex Margatulio. Really excited to bring you this episode uh, on the tales of a great NCAA tournament run by, by the Cats. Obviously, we want to get into a lot uh, about the tournament. We'll give our predictions for the, the final couple weeks here as well. But really just wanted to, to use this time today, Juice, to, to reflect on what a great season it was, uh, where we started, where we got to, and then obviously the outlook for what the program looks like moving forward. We have some, some very exciting things to talk about and the state of the program moving forward and uh, how we're looking up in Evanston for years to come. So looking forward to your input here, Juice. It's great to see you again. Likewise. Um, you know, and obviously you have some exciting stuff coming up heading to Egypt here in about a week or so yes, uh, to get your game back on. So yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about that, what's to come for you, and uh, how we can follow you coming up here in the next few weeks and, and months ahead. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I'll be going back to Egypt to play with my former team from last year, playing the BAL, uh, an event of all the, all the top teams in Africa, uh, sponsored by the NBA. So when my former team called me back, it was – you know, kind of a no-brainer to be able to go back and play in such a prestigious event that's been around for three years and is constantly growing. Be able to, you know, meet some different people, play basketball at a different level on a different continent. Couldn't say no to that. And I've been training, getting myself back in shape. Been working with kids as well. But, you know, today I was at Northwestern working out. So it's kind of like old times being in the new practice gym, getting shots up yeah. and seeing the coaching staff, everyone there. You know, they seemed like they were in good spirits. Obviously, you know, they didn't okay. get the win, but, you know, they were in there working. They had a coaches meeting, and they said they're in there, you know, attacking that portal. And obviously, you know, as we're going to get into, we're talking about how our team is going to look next year. But for me, I'm just getting in shape, getting prepared to go play, going to win some more championships. And back here, happy to be a cat. You know, I got my gear on. How's everything been going with you? What's new? It's good, man. I obviously enjoyed – watching watching us in the tournament yeah. we'll get into it when we when we break down the x's and o's but i thought we were so dominant in that first game versus boise yeah. really took them out of everything that that uh they wanted to do so really impressed with our effort there and then just came up a little bit short against ucla yeah. um but gotta applaud the boys fight uh the game plan that we put forward and you know coach collins put the ball in in, in chase and boo's hand down the stretch and it it had got us back into the game, and then obviously we had some some other big performances out of some unlikely uh, unlikely people on the offensive side, like Matt Nicholson, uh, you know, showing up huge against UCLA. But big time. Uh, nonetheless, things are things are good with me. Uh, wasn't able to, to get out to Sacramento, but uh, was able to watch in the confines of my own home, so I could go crazy and yeah. um, and yell at the TV like I usually do. So um, I think that was a much better setting for me. Uh, mm -hmm. to, to watch and, and analyze uh, the way I do. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I'm really proud of the guys. And obviously, let's get into it, Juice. Um, mm -hmm. Based on, you know, where we started, right? Uh, one of our first podcasts, I think, you know, you and I even admittedly probably had us middle of the pack to, right. you know, maybe, you know, fifth or sixth at, at a ceiling for us. But um, this team continued to prove us wrong throughout the entirety of the year. Yeah. And 
not only us, you know, we had high hopes, but, you know, you take a look at, you know, the very first week of the year, they, you know, a lot of the pundits had us, you know, from that 14 to 12 slot in the, in the conference and really yeah. basically wrote us off as a team to not even be worried about. And I know you and I talked about this early on is like, okay, let's use that as, as bulletin board material. Right. And how can right. we use that to our advantage and kind of catch teams off guard? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we did. So uh, give us a little breakdown of, of what you saw overall. What were you impressed with? I know we've probably talked about this, uh, you know, and, and, and beat it to death. But at the same time, it, you know, it's a story that needs to be to be retold and um, is definitely going to be something that we talk about for years to come. So we'd love to hear your outlook on the season and uh, obviously, you know, we'll look into the future as well. Yeah. <clears throat> so pretty much my outlook on the season, number one, first and foremost, our defense, that improvement in that area was huge for us. We took big strides. You know, we added a great addition to the coaching staff. You know, we got B-Mac in there, a Northwestern guy, a legend. Yeah. Taylor Battle, who's a Big Ten legend, you know, he's done a great job. He's young. He's out there practicing with him. Then you got Chris Lowry, and, you know, he has that defensive mindset. Everybody knew about him with his defense, and it really shows. Guys out there getting steals. You got Chase Aldige as a finalist for National Defensive Player of the Year, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. So that big leap that we made on the defensive end, holding got teams, what, under 64 points, was unbelievable. And then, you know, you got to give credit to our guards. I mean, I just talked about Chase defensively, but offensively he did a great job. And then you got Boo Booey, first team, you know, all Big Ten, more than deserving of that. He's going to have, you know, a bright future ahead. You know, hopefully he comes back. We want, would love to see him, yeah. you know, donning the purple and white again. But, you know, after that, even after he comes back for that fifth year, I'm calling it out. You know, I'm going to throw it out there. You know, he's going to have a great professional career. He's made tremendous leaps in his growth and maturity on the court, taking care of the ball. His shot selection has got so much better. And he's out there really getting on top of guys. So he's leading guys. And obviously, we you know, Coach Collins is a great coach. And you can just see that poise, that determination that the team had, that camaraderie. The bench was into the games. You know, the managers are jumping up and down. They're a big part of it. So I think overall we made, you know, huge improvements defensively and offensively with our decision-making, taking care of the ball. Because, you know, a lot of these games we weren't turning it over. And we were getting teams Lost to turn it over. game for the most part, yeah. right? And, you know, like we talked about when we had Drew on the episode, how Drew said, I've never seen a team at any level trap the way we trap. No. That right there is huge. And like we talked about many times on the pod, you know, why do teams post up against us? It's either going to be a turnover or it's a swing, swing, and we're closing out. Our rotations are crazy. So I think to sum it up, you know, defense, and that wins games, that wins championships. And as you can see, Everyone, you know, wrote us off. Well, we were projected to finish 13th in the conference, and we finished in second place. Went on the road, dominated, beat a lot of quality teams, and even we protected our home court a lot, especially with that, you know, that win against Purdue at home, number one team in the country, making history. So I think that sums it up. What's your outlook on the season? Obviously, we fell short in the NCAA tournament, but the way the guys responded and used that, as motivation had that chip on their shoulders, that's what stands out to me that I really enjoy watching them play this year. Yeah, and, you know, to piggyback off everything you said, everything you said remains true, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the grit, the toughness, the togetherness that we played with, I thought really, you know, I've been a fan obviously since 
I've been playing and then stop playing. My wife and I have season tickets, so we go to, you know, almost every game. And this was a team that you could really gravitate towards. And, you know, they, they made you want to be there every night. They made you want to cheer just with the grit, the determination that they played with and the, the, the togetherness. And you could feel that and it spewed across the, the whole community. So um, I really applaud them for that. And I think that, you know, you don't get that when you take a look at some of these other teams that build through the portal. I think we built from the inside out. And then, you know, with Northwestern, I know it's, it's tough to, to utilize the portal like some of these other institutions can just due to credits transferring and stuff like that. So we have to rely heavily on who we recruit, uh, the character of the guys that we bring in that are able to buy into a system. And Coach Collins and staff really uh, deserve a ton of credit for rallying the troops. And then obviously the leadership within. You talked about Boo. You talked about Chase. Uh, the ability to have uh, four-year players. I know Chase transferred in, but he's been with the program for a few years, right? Yeah. The ability to have, you know, Boo, Robbie, Chase, guys that have been around the program for years and have witnessed struggle, have gone through uh, a ton of losses, close games, games they should have won, gave up leads. But to come back and have a year like this, it makes it all worth it, right? And it makes the investment that they've made throughout these years, throughout the summers, uh, really worth it in the long run, right? right? This is the second team that's made this NCAA tournament. Uh, in a very difficult conference, in a conference that requires you to be almost perfect day in and day out, right? right? And and really come to bat every single time with that mentality we talked about, the grit, the ability to work through adversity and, you know, defend, right? Yeah. You know, we look at it as like, you have to defend in the conference. And we we really wore that as, an, as our identity and wore people down. We, we did. Teams did not want to play us. Simple as that. Yeah. And I think that just comes down to the mentality we had. We didn't back down from anybody. No moment was too big for us throughout the entire year. So uh, I just I just love the mentality uh, more than anything. I don't think we're the most talented team in the world, and I think that the team would probably tell you that. But in terms of togetherness and grit and ability to come together and rise above all, I think we we stood the test of time and were able to, to pull out a lot of close victories. So um, – you know, in terms of my outlook, I think that's really where that stands. And I think we have set ourselves up for, you know, future success as well. So I think we should get into that, Juice. Definitely. Um, obviously, you touched on it a little bit, but, you know, it, it holds it's, – it's, it's over our head now, right? It's like, okay, what does the structure of the roster look like moving forward? With COVID and the years of eligibility left for our top guys uh, – what does their future look like? Uh, there's obviously the, the wrinkle of NIL that comes in. Uh, do they have any sort of draft prospectus moving forward? Or would it make sense to, to come back um, and get an, get an additional degree, play under the Welsh Ryan lights again, uh, continue to excite this fan base and move Northwestern basketball forward like it deserves to be? Uh, and, you know, you called it a little bit earlier with Boo. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think there is a huge opportunity for him, Chase, Robbie, uh, this core unit core and this, uh, yeah. you know, this, this core to stay together. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's super exciting. And, you know, with a little bit of development from, you know, we already saw Brooks take leaps from his freshman to sophomore year. We know we're going to expect another leap into his junior season. We got guys like Martinelli that got a lot of burn. We got Roper who can come back and be a huge impact player. And then, you know, you sprinkle a couple other pieces in there. Exactly. You got some good recruits coming in. You maybe get another grads transfer or transfer or someone in the portal that can make a significant impact. So I'm really excited uh, about the future of this team. What do you think, um, you know, in, in terms of what do we have to look for moving forward? Yeah, you hit it, you know, the nail on the head. I would love to see, you know, that core group stay there. Robbie, Boo, Chase. You know, they've been there, like you said, the ups and downs that they've been through, the close games, the close losses, the blowout losses. You know, we've been on the receiving end, even you and I when we played there. But for them to, you know, stay resilient, stick with the program and have the season that they had, you know, it only makes sense. I would love to see them come back. You know, obviously Chase and Boo, they have, you know, more opportunities to go play professionally. So, I think it's, you know, it's best for them to explore options, you know, test the waters, especially for the NBA, get some good feedback. And if, you know, things don't work out from that regard, then you know what you need to work on for the next year. You come back to Northwestern, you know the system, you know the coaching staff, the ball is going to continue to be in your hands. We get that core group back. And like you said, the development of the players that we had, Ty has been stepping it up. He showed that he can be more than just a three-point shooter. He's been putting it on the floor, getting to the basket. Julian Roper was doing the same. He showed more confidence in his shot. Obviously, we knew he's a problem defensively for the opposing teams. Matthew Nicholson, he played unbelievable in that loss to UCLA. I didn't even talk about Big Matt. Good call. Unbelievable. His development is, is, he's really improved. He's always, all season long, he's did a great job on the ball screens hard hedging, getting back, rebounding, and now he's dunking everything, catching lob. Obviously, like you said, Brooks, he's really been proved from freshman to sophomore year. Martinelli got a lot of experience as a freshman. Titus Verhoeven, he's leaving. But like you said, if they, we can get that core group to come back with the way guys have been developing, continue to build that camaraderie, got some really good freshmen, you know, incoming freshmen coming in. Then we hit that portal, plug in a few pieces. We're going to need some, you know, more depth down inside, help Nicholson. Shooting, shooting. I, I think is is where what we need as well. Yeah. But we're gonna be a pro. We're gonna be a problem. Yeah, we're gonna be a problem. So we plug in some people, you know, from that portal. Sky's the limit. I say we run it back, you know, back to back years, make history again. Let's get back to that tournament. Yes, the two times that we did make the tournament, we haven't been able to get over that hump and win in the second game to get to the Sweet Sixteen. But with our experience, you know, we took second place in the Big Ten. We get all these guys back. There's no reason why we shouldn't win the conference next year and then get past that, get to the Sweet 16, Elite Eight. We really need to, you know, Northwestern, this is the time to really staple ourselves in as a program to be reckoned with and not just a program that makes it to the tournament Then all five, six, ten years, they make it back and then there's excuse anything. No, I think, you know, if we get those guys back, Sky's the limit. Like I said, I'm I'm calling out that we'll win the Big Ten. We got a great buzz in the city. The students came out to support. The alumni are behind us. And, you know, like you talked about that NIL stuff, guys are transferring, going to other programs, and it's not working out for some guys. It works out for some, and others it doesn't. You know, you might have a losing season, or you may not have the same role and responsibility with this other team. 
But if we can get our core group back, they know the system, coaches know them, they know the other players, their leaders, they can teach the new guys coming in, whether it's from the transfer portal or the guys coming from high school. I would really love to see them stick together. And, you know, being in Northwest and they got a really good thing going on with the NIL for all the student athletes as a collective, I think they'll be able to come together and put together a nice package for us to keep that team together. I, I agree. And, you know, just off the success that, that we've had this year, you know, you, you can sense the hunger and, and want for more, right? right? Not only from the fan base, but, but from the players, from the coaching staff. Yeah. You know, you get that taste and you take a look back at 2017, you know, back then, you know, we, we did bring some guys back and we had a disappointing season. Now, we had to go play at Allstate Arena while they were building yeah. the new Welsh Ryan. Like, that was a really difficult situation. And, you know, part of the, the coaching staff, or well, most of the coaching staff was a part of that. You know, yeah. if you add BMAC, BMAC into the mix. And I know they don't want to go down that road again, that rebuilding road. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is not, not rebuild, but, but build and grow on top of the successes that we've had this year. Yeah. And, you know, it, it does start with, with those guys coming back. It, it, it really does. Because if you look at the trajectory of college basketball right now, uh, older teams are performing. Older teams are, are winning and going far. And, you know, it's, it's not so much more of it's the one and done era is, you know, not as successful. Right. Right. The, the teams that are winning are guys that have built from within. They've built, you know, they've, they've taken some transfers, but all in all, they have a culture of, of winning and support and ability to play together. So uh, I'm looking for a huge off season of skill development. Uh, I think our our shooting definitely need, definitely needs to improve. We need to make more threes. Have to, it, it, you know. And and if you you take a look at where the game is 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 trending, right? It's like how do we make more threes? That's you where know, you come. We have to play a great inside coach. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know that that, that was my game. But you know we have a strong inside presence in Big Matt. I think he'll he'll be able to dominate the paint uh, against the likes of a lot of bigs in this league. But the ability to stretch the floor, to spread the floor, and allow for those slip opportunities for him to get easy dunks and allow guys like Boo and Chase to get downhill, uh, we're going to need to surround them with better shooting. So I, I think that's the one improvement and area that I would love to see us make a big leap in is our ability to, to score the ball, right? Yeah. I, I don't think that's a, a huge that's secret. A analysis. Um, but, you know, you take a look at Ty's numbers year over year, right? He just struggled to shoot the ball this year. doesn't mean he's not capable. Right. He's more than capable. We saw him shoot 43% his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it might have just been one of those years. Uh, so, you know, if you have another 40% three-point shooter, you know, that changes the game, you know, quite a bit. Yeah. So, you know, and, and Brooks, we saw his stroke get better over the course of the year. I think Martinelli's going to extend his range. So we have the ability, the talent is there. It's just, can we be more consistent? Because when we made, I don't know the stat, but if we made nine or more threes in a game, we weren't losing. Like, it, like we literally were not losing games because of the defensive prowess we have. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, you know, if we can add a sharpshooter in the portal and maybe a, a backup big, I know Luke Hunger is going to come back. We're going to expect big things out of him uh, off a potential medical redshirt. So, um yeah man it's it's it's, it's exciting. exciting it's it's, it's fun exciting. to talk about this right it's like it's sad yeah. that this, the year's over but we have a ton to look forward to and um 
I've already renewed my season tickets again. Not like I wasn't anyways, but yeah. like I already renewed them. I got the early bird special. Like we're ready to go. Like there we go. Um, I'm super excited for, for what this is about to bring. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, the community is the Northwestern community and the coaching staff. I mean, it was really refreshing. You know, obviously, you know, they allowed me to come in there to work out. But so I went into the office and talked to them. They're there on the laptops. They're working. Like, you know, oh, yeah. you guys just finished the season a few days ago. And they're in there working, hitting that portal, you know, looking at recruits. So it just shows the same exciting feeling that we have. They got, they have that same feeling, yeah. and they're in there grinding, yeah. ready to run it back and give the fans, you know, what they deserve and what they want to see. And you, you know, know, they could be at a, they could be at an all inclusive in Putacana right now, and you know, the fan base would be like, break. all right, like cool. And it's spring, you know, break. what I mean, like cool. It's spring break. Go do too. your thing, coach. But the fact that I love hearing that juice—that's great inside info. Yeah. Um, that they're in there grinding. Like, I love that. In there. Portal's had, open. Had a meeting there. They're getting to it. And, you know, one thing, you got to go back to that UCLA game. You know, you got to shout out to the guys. It was finals week. You know, I saw a clip, a highlight reel of, of Chase. He was preparing to take a final the night before the UCLA game. No, we're not using yeah, that as an excuse that, that you know, we lost the game. But that just shows, you know, Northwestern, it's serious. It's about business. They're in the NCAA tournament during finals week and they still got to study and take a final. So, you know, I just want to commend them, shout them out for that. But like you said, you know, it's exciting. You know, we got a lot to look forward to. Got to, you know, also one area improvement. I know we did a great job of rebounding the ball this year, but I would definitely like to see us, you know, improving that area a little bit more because we lost the, uh, well, we won the rebounding battle against UCLA, but we lost. So that put us at 12 and one. You know, I got the stats on that. Yeah. That put us at 12 and 1 on the season when we out rebound the team. So I would like to see that continue and be more dominant in getting those rebounds. Obviously, Matthew Nicholson led us in rebound, but I want to see him get some double doubles more, get those 10, 11 point, 11 rebound games during the season. So exciting times. I'm glad you renewed the tickets and everything. I'm going to, you know, find my way in there too. I did. They did. They're reaching out. They're calling people. I think my oh, yeah. parents got a call about some tickets. They called me. So that's that's exciting. They're getting to work. Everybody at Northwestern is working early and, you know, just reading on the message boards and everything. Everybody's excited and still a good time to be a Wildcat. Always, always, Juice. Um, I'm glad they were able to to get you in the facility, too. Um, yeah. A little different than our uh, practice gym back in the day. A lot different. A lot. <laughs> you know, I remember we used to, you know, back in the day we had that practice gym that was behind Old Welsh Ryan, mm -hmm. like attached to it. And then if we needed to get to the cold tub or anything like that, middle of winter, we'd be running outside in flip-flops flip trying to get across to the, yeah. to the training facility. Yeah. Now these guys have their own ice baths in the locker room, steam showers, all that they stuff. Got the I, I couldn't be more in there. They got everything in there. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But I mean, they, can, you they know, have you and I to thank for that. Yeah, there you go. We played a part in that, but it's nice. You know, I'm <laughs> glad that they, you know, still let us come around and they show love the way that they do. They do. So it's dope, man. It's real dope. Good time to be they a do. cat. So with that, well, well, what else we got? We got word on campus. Got anything? Me and you talked a little bit on the side. We wanted to spice it up and throw out a couple key moments from the season, our top five. What do yeah. you got from this season? I mean, there's so many of them. It's okay. hard to narrow it down. What do you, you, do? you want to do you want to go back and forth? Or you want me to run down my top five? A, and, how, how do you want to do it? Because I, I don't have it in a specific order. 
but I got a lot. I got, I got a few. Okay, I got them. I got them in order. So I'll, I'll give you my all my right. rundown from from starting from number five all the way down to one. All right, let's hear it. I, we we may have we some, some overlap here, but right, but right. I, I think it'll be I think it'll be good. Okay, so my number five is sweeping Indiana. Ooh, number right. five, sweeping Indiana. Mm-hmm. Number one, we go on the road early pre uh, early Big Ten game early game. We go and smack Indiana in the first half. We weather their storm. Uh, we play amazing basketball, move the ball around, share the ball. We knock down shots, and we get out with a, you know, a, a three-point victory, mm-hmm. uh, something like that, or a one-point victory when Shafino hit a half court, yeah. but didn't matter. Yeah. Right. Um, but all in all, great win. And then, obviously, the, the huge game at Welsh Ryan where it, the place was absolutely buzzing. We get off to another great first half. Obviously, let's not talk about the second half. They come all the way back, but Boo hits the game winner uh, to really solidify uh, us into the dance. Okay, that's my number five. Yeah. Number four, Selection Sunday. Obviously, only the second time in, in history that we got our name called, and this time locking up a, a seven seed, which was two seeds better than the previous team. Uh, a huge accomplishment. I still think we, we are probably a little bit underseeded put in a, a very difficult region with UCLA, who was basically a one seed, right. in my opinion. Um, but nonetheless, we took care of business. Uh, but I think that is a huge moment. Obviously, you were there, Juice. The, the, the arena was great. There was great energy in there. Confetti comes down. Yeah. The guys are super excited. Uh, so that's my number four moment. Number three, Big Ten All-Conference Selection Day. Okay, we cannot we can't go without speaking about the individual. Obviously, we talk a lot about the team, the team, the team, but the individual performance and accolades that came along with the successes of the season uh, should not go unnoticed. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Boo, first team, all Big Ten. Chase, second team, all Big Ten plus uh, co-defensive player of the year. Uh, Coach Collins winning coach of the year. And uh, Coach Lowry winning the inaugural uh, Assistant Coach of the Year Award uh, in the conference. Uh, incredible stuff. Obviously, with success comes individual accolades, uh, but all well-deserved yeah. uh, you know, down the board. Okay? Like, Number two for me is uh, I, keep, I keep reiterating this. I just said it on Twitter, too. The more and more I look back on the first tournament game, we absolutely dominated the game. So number two is dominating Boise in the tournament. And remember, we were texting about uh, that. We're like, two. we should be up double digits. We could have. We should have won that game by twenty-five. Yeah. Twenty-five. We, should be up crazy, we took them out man. of everything. Everything. You know what I mean? Took them out of everything we wanted. They wanted to do. We locked up their their leading scorer. Um, they got a bunch of weird bounces. They got a bunch of offensive rebounds, um, and we still won. You know, by ten, and you called so, it out too. You said our guards get downhill; they play that drop coverage on the ball screens. Boo was putting the guards on his back, getting to his floater. Yep. You called that. Yep. Your announcement that was spot on. That was dope. We ran the same watching, play. I, we ran the same yeah, play the same whole half. Play. I was like, keep it running it. Couldn't stop it yeah. at all. So that was dope. Yeah. You called that out. That's a good yeah. one. My my fifteen minute film session on Boise State paid off on that right. One. Um, and then my number one and, and last but not least, uh, Chase's last three minutes versus Purdue. Obviously, the whole Purdue game and us getting that dub, tremendous moment. But his last three minutes scoring 10 points 
uh, getting the steal, the dunk. The crowd was going insane. Um, he really took over that game. And um, I think, you know, that moment when he took the ball from Fletcher Lawyer, went and dunked it, uh, will be implanted in my brain forever. And uh, I think that locked up his defensive player of the year award right then and there as what an impact that he made. Yeah. So those are my top five juice. Uh, I hope there there's probably some overlap, but I think a little you know bit. you might have some some other ones as well. So let's hear it from you. All right. So yeah, there's no particular order. So I'm gonna start with okay. first uh, after COVID. You know, we came out, we were all worried. Me and you talked about it on the pod. You know, the fans were worried. Yeah. How do you bounce back from that? Because, you know, you catch COVID, it can take some time to get back to full strength, get back to your health. How we came, we came back, I think we won three in a row. Then over time, you know, I think we got a little tired, especially when we got to Iowa, we started to have some slippage in the second half. So that's one of my, you know, key moments from the season to see the guys be able to bounce back after, you know, a COVID scare, a health scare. And that just shows that camaraderie, the discipline, and then with the coaching staff, they put together a great plan. You know, guys are in there who, guys who were healthy enough, they were able to get in the gym, get some skill work in, and then we came out and we still got some wins and showed that, you know, it's not just one game, it wasn't luck. We were able to put together a string of games. I'm gonna go up, you know, I had selection. I about that one. Yeah, I got selection Sunday on there. Um, you know, okay. I, I was overseas the first time, but I was, you know, in the building for the second one. And as I was watching, you know, the atmosphere, seeing how happy the guys were. And as we're watching the board, everybody, you know, I'm watching everybody putting their phone up once it gets to that six, seven seed, because <laughs> they knew we like, all right, this is around the area we'll be. Then it's like, oh, we go through one region, then we go through another, and we're not there. And you can kind of hear people just, oh. And then my heart is in there beating fast as if I'm one of the players. Same way at the games. You know, I'm sure you felt the same way. Like, man, I want to be out there and help. So that was like a great moment. And then when they finally heard Northwestern was going to play against Boise State, you know, everybody's jumping up and down, high-fiving, shaking hands. And then it's right away. It was just right after that. Collins, he's talking to people. And you know, I heard him talking to his wife. And he's, all right, I got media. We got to get prepared for the game. So just to see that, you know, enjoy the moment right away for a second and then get to work. Uh, another one, uh, after we lost to Pittsburgh, we got smacked at home by 30. We bounced back, went on the road to the Breslin Center. You know, our guy, Amir, you know, who's working with the podcast. We went, we went to Michigan State and we pulled out a tough road win. You know, it's not yeah. easy to play there. You know, you're being from Michigan. You know, it's not easy to win there, but the way we were able to bounce back, you know how it is. You lose by 30 points at home. That can weigh on you mentally. So for us to come together, come out and get that win on the road, I think that was the start of something special. We got uh, – this is overlapping, you know, Indiana, sweeping Indiana. Well, even all of Indiana because we beat – the Purdue is in there yeah. too. Yeah. But mainly, you know, like you said, on the road at Indiana, we took care of business, you know, pulled it out even though they made their run, same way at home. And then just to see that game winner that Boo had, his poise, how calm he was, holding the ball, dribbling it down. Got away with a little push-off. You know, I'm not mad at him. It worked, but he made the game winner. Just to see how electric it was in there with the fans and all that red in there and just to kind of hear the air go out of the room from that side of the building. That was pretty cool. Then, you know, I got two more. We got Purdue. You know, first time it was Northwestern, we made history, beating the number one ranked team. You know, you and I, we had a couple of chances. We weren't able to get it done, but these guys were, they were able to get it done. And 
the fans stormed the court. So that's a great feeling. I was able to experience that once. And it was the same. We beat Purdue, and they were ranked number six. So that was a good moment. It was nice to see them get their moment. And my last one would be that Rutgers game to finish the Big Ten Conference uh, season. Going in with all that pressure, everything throughout that day went our way. We needed certain teams to lose. They lost. And then it gets to our game. And we know, you know in the back of your mind, you're playing with all that pressure. You lose, you're in ninth place. But if you win, you get second place. And the way we came out and played, Boo was in foul trouble. Other guys stepped up and held it down. And then once Boo got in, he really took over the last 10 minutes of the game. So that those are my top moments. And I would really say that Rutgers moment, playing with all that pressure in a hostile environment on the road and being able to overcome all that and win. Those are great moments from the Cats. And I'm excited to see what the future holds for these guys. It's, it's been a really fun season. I'm so happy that I was actually home to see it in person and then be able to be on this podcast and talk about it with you. It's been dope. It's been a good experience, yeah. man. So we can go on forever. There's so many key moments from this from this season. I'm glad you threw out that idea to try to narrow it down to a top five. So that's what I got. Yeah, that was a great that was a great list. And I'm glad you had a couple different ones than than I did. Yeah. Um and and yeah, man, like this is this has been uh a, a huge blessing and we you know, we appreciate the uh, the beyond the Big Ten family more than yeah. more than anything, right? To give uh, giving us this platform, and you know this year has been has been special. Yeah. You and I have had the uh, the honor and privilege to to follow this team really closely, mm-hmm. and you know get the inside scoop on on what's going on in the locker room and you know what the word on campus is, and you know hopefully delivering a a product that the fans love and yeah. you know to to hear from from you and I guys that have been through the ring or guys that have been through you know a big 10 season and and understand what it takes to be as successful as they've been um over the course of the season uh you know it it's been really fun man and it's it's great to to reconnect with you obviously you've been overseas for a while but you being back you being in town uh back in chicago it's it's been great to get to get back with with old teammates, we had our alumni day, and I know yeah. um, me, you, and Tap are going to put on some some cool alumni events here in the summer moving forward. So, yes, sir. Um, looking forward to to reconnecting with this community. Yeah, and uh, Juice has been a pleasure as always. Likewise, my boy, Alex Marco Trilio. You know, shout out our people at New Amendment. You can catch these podcasts on all your platforms. We've got Apple, Spotify. You can catch us live on YouTube. We're everywhere. You know, we're excited for what's to come with the Northwestern community. The Wildcats continue to support. Next year is going to be another special season. So keep us keep us on the lookout. Go Cats! Beyond the Big Ten is a network of podcasts that aims to be your go-to resource for all things Big Ten. We cover the entire conference with shows hosted by ex-players and athletic alumni, aiming to be your go-to source of information and entertainment for your favorite team. Hosted by ex-Big Ten players, media, and insiders, our podcasts are focused on giving diehard fans and those alums an inside scoop about the teams and people that make the Big Ten Conference one of the most watched and most talked about conferences in sports. We're excited to talk Big Ten basketball with you wherever you may be. Subscribe now.